0: Hey, everyone, it's Ron Johnson. This is the Ron Johnson show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. Money talks, BS walks, or does it? Because college football, there's an article that just came out, college football and their spending. I'm pretty sure you can guess who spends the most. I'm pretty sure you have an idea who might spend the least, but you'll never guess what Alabama spends. And you'll never guess which team in the Big Ten spends the second most, because I never, ever, ever would have thought this team spent the second most money on recruiting for football in the Big Ten, but they do. We'll talk about that next, coming up on the Ron Johnson Show.
1: Locked on Sports Minnesota Podcast. It's endless Minnesota Vikings talk with the diverse voices of your local experts. Now the Ron Johnson Show. On the field, in the broadcast booth, Ron Johnson is Minnesota sports. He's played with them, hung out with them, and grown up with all the big names in Minnesota sports. They're hanging out with Ron Johnson. It's the Ron Johnson Show on the Locked On Sports Minnesota podcast. And it starts now.
0: Hey, everyone. It's Ron Johnson, and this is Ron Johnson. No, sorry. Three, two. Hey, everyone, this is Ron Johnson. This is a Ron Johnson show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. Hey, have you ever thought about that you wanted to win a little bit extra more money? Have you ever watched a game and said, I just want to be a little bit more interested? Well, this episode is powered by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On Sports. This is an app. Just go to fanduel.com backslash locked on. That's one way to do it. Or you can just download the app and just search FanDuel Sportsbook on your app platform And depending on your participating state, you'll be able to put a little bit of money down on the Suns, on the Nuggets, on the Warriors, on the Lakers. You choose. You can just pick the scores. Yesterday, I saw one of them was uh, Joel Embiid, and I think it was uh, uh, Jason Tatum had to score a combined 58 points Well, people. They did it. So whoever put money down on that, they won. So it's some fun stuff on on FanDuel Sportsbook. Just go to FanDuel Sportsbook, backslash, sorry, FanDuel.com, backslash locked on to get started today. It's going to make every moment more. Trust me, it's going to make every game more fun and you're going to enjoy it. And I'm not talking about a lot of money. I'm talking five bucks. Five bucks is going to make that game a lot more fun to watch. But as we uh, jump into today's show, we got a loaded show today. Tyler Newbin, Gophers starting safety. He's going to be a draft pick next year in the NFL. He returned to college because of COVID. He got another chance to come back if he wanted to, and he took it. His little brother, Jordan Newbin, running back, he's going to play uh, this year for the Gophers at running back, and he's going to join the show. We have a little secret uh, Jordan Ubin, uh, uh, I guess I would say cameo, where he gets to talk, him and little bro, big bro and little bro, get to talk a little junk back and forth about if they got a chance to meet in the hole in the NFL, because they won't happen in college, who wins? And I love their answer, so you have to stay tuned for that. But like I said, on today's show, as I bring Sam Ekstrom to the, uh, the show, my producer, we got to talk about recruiting and money. And there's an article that came out, Sam, and everybody's talking about money. And you can guess, of course, Georgia. Georgia spends the most money on recruiting. We know that. Uh, Georgia is going to spend, and I actually this already, and you know the answer, $4.5 million. $4.5 million. The next closest school is in the $2 million range. So Georgia's to say, you know what? We're going to go buy us a championship. We're going to get on the planes. We're going to get on the trains. We're going to get on the taxi cabs. We're going to get all the services possible. We're going to get out on these roads. We're going to call. We're going to FaceTime, Zoom. We're going to spend some money. We're going to go to hotels, restaurants. We're going to bring in celebrities to meet these guys. They're doing what? I mean, I don't even know. if It sounds like Taylor Swift must have come. Because $4.5 I mean, you're spending a million and a half more than every other school. Is TT coming? Is, or sorry, TS coming? Is Tay Tay coming, as the Rock would say in uh, Fast and Fears? Is Tay Tay there? I don't know. Are you a Taylor Swift fan,
1: Sam? I am. I'm not. I'm not hardcore. Like I'm not going to any of the concerts for eight hundred dollars. Um, but I appreciate the music.
0: So Taylor Swift wouldn't get you to go to Georgia if she showed up and had a personal concert for you.
1: Uh, probably not.
0: <laughs> but Clemson is right up there, three point one million. But again, right up there is. 1.5 million dollars less, but Clemson, uh, three million dollars. Their average over the last six years was 1.6 million. But we're gonna jump into the Big Ten because this is this is where I go. We'll we'll break down. Stick around Friday, people, uh, for the roundtable discussion because we're really gonna break down each of these conferences who spends the most, who spends the least. But today's show, we, we wanna spend some time on the University of Minnesota. Uh, we have Tyler Newman on the show, Gophers. Uh, so we gotta talk about it. We gotta talk about the recruiting trail of PJ Fleck and this Gophers organization. I I was a Gopher. Uh, I still love and support the Gophers. I still do a lot of work for the Gophers. But Sam, when you look at the Gophers, and their spending is actually pretty good. They spend $1.1 million on recruiting. The top, the top, people would assume, and you know the answer, so I can't ask you, but who would you have assumed had the top recruiting for the Big Ten?
1: I probably would have said Ohio State, but I would have had Michigan in the back of my mind, one of those two. Um, and obviously it it is Michigan, correct. by, by a pretty long shot here, Ron.
0: Yeah, yeah, eight million dollars or sorry, eight hundred thousand dollars or six six hundred thousand dollars difference, which is big because that same six hundred thousand dollars, six hundred thousand dollars is the gap between Michigan and number two. We haven't even said who number two is yet. We'll We'll get into that because that's very surprising. But they are $600,000 ahead of number two. That same $600,000 is less than what the last team in the Big Ten spends, which is Iowa. I knew there was a reason we hated Iowa because they're cheap. Iowa's cheap. So clearly there's a reason to hate them. I hate you because you're so cheap. Like when everybody, because at football games for all the Gopher fans, you know it's who hates Iowa, and then the fans reply, we hate Iowa. Who hates Iowa? We hate Iowa. Who hates Iowa? We hate Iowa. And so when you think about that, like I'm going to Iowa this weekend. My daughter has a softball tournament. I'm going gopher down. I'm going to wear so much gopher stuff. These Iowa softball fans are going to hate me by the end of the weekend. I don't care. I really don't care. We're going to roll the boat. We're going to sky you my. We're going to M-I-N-N-E-S-O-T-A, Minnesota, Minnesota. Yay, gophers. I might even bring my oar so that when the girls score, they can do the or off the field like the gopher softball team. Like we're 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 going to be the obnoxious. Like I'm bringing a big giant speaker. I'm going to have the, the gopher rouser playing on the speaker. Dun, 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 dun. Hats off to thee. To thy tr- colors, true we shall ever be. Firm and strong, united are we. Ra rah, ra, ra for sky you, my ra, 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 ra. Like they're going to hate us, Sam. They're going to hate our fan section because we found out there's no other Minnesota teams going which is great. So we're going to be the only team representing Minnesota down in Iowa this tournament this weekend. And it's going to be all like, I, I think Iowa, Nebraska, probably. I'm guessing, uh, I don't even know who else would drive up. Chicago, Illinois, maybe. I don't know. I don't know who would come to Iowa, but there's no other Minnesota teams, which is great because it sucks leaving town and they having to play a team you could have played down the street. I say that all the time. Whenever we go out of town, I'm like, we. I remember we went to, I forgot where we went. We went out of town, had like an 8 a.m. game against like the Mankato Peppers. We're like, <laughs> we could have played Mankato like in like Chaska or something. Like why did we mm-hmm. drive two and a half? We drove like three hours away to play Mankato at 8 AM or 9 AM or something like that. I'm like, this is dumb. Like we should have just said, y'all just drive up 40 minutes to Chan. Let's play real quick. Let's take a little break. And then we'll go play our noon game against, we played we, our next game was against the team of Wisconsin. Uh, but we were like, we should just play that team of Wisconsin. If we're going to do that, let's do that. Why are we playing the Mankato peppers out of town? Like, Come on. And so that's where I feel like with this Iowa deal, we're going to be the only team representing. But when I think about Iowa, they spend $577,000. So this is what I'll say. They're a really good football program. We can say we hate them. Say whatever you want. They're a really good football program. So honestly, does money really matter? Now, the answer is yes, it does. We know that. But how much? Like we're talking about quantity. The quantity or is it the quality of the money you're spending? Is it the quantity of like, I'm just going to spend, spend, spend. Or is it the quality of the money you're spending on? Because this is a mission Monday, people. It's a mission Monday. And our mission is to follow the money. My mission this Monday, Sam, is to follow the money. It's a money mission Monday on the Ron Johnson Show. And following the money, Iowa spends the least. But they're still good. Number two, and I'm going I'm to tell you guys. I still can't believe this. It's Rutgers. I can't even look at the screen Rutgers <laughs> and I'm not hating on Rutgers. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm sorry, but Rutgers Rutgers is the number two team for spending Sam in the big 10 doesn't equate to wins. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I guess when you're as far behind the eight ball as Rutgers is, you got to try to make up the gap by spending more, but when you look at the difference, like, okay, Rutgers is number two, but you've got about six other teams that are within half a million dollars of them. I think if yeah. Rutgers really wanted to to make a difference, they'd probably have to spend more than Michigan. They'd probably have to spend 2.6 instead of 1.6. They had so much ground to make up. And, and I wonder, what do you think the cost is, Ron? Is it Travel like cross like Rutgers going from coast to coast trying to visit kids and yeah. it's is all it that number of recruiters on staff. What do you think the the dollar amount is?
0: So it says how much does it? it this is how the article starts. It says how much does it cost to buy the resources necessary to win a national championship? It's about two time reigning champion Georgia Bulldogs. The answer is sixteen million dollars, Sam. That's what two national championships will cost you. Sixteen million dollars. They spent that much between two thousand seventeen and two thousand twenty two on recruiting expenses. Which is more than five million more, sorry, which is five million dollars more than any other program in the country over that same time period. So between 2017 and 2022, Georgia spent five million. Now, what does that mean? The reason you go back that far is because the guys working now, like a Tyler Newbin, they were recruited back in 2017. So you have to start off with where were these guys? Where were they? I love that. Where were they? Where were you when this happened? Where were they in 2017? And that's what it goes back. We were getting ready for a Minneapolis Miracle. I don't know about the rest of the world. But they did, and they only did the Power Five teams. Uh, I mean, now this is where it's gonna get crazy because I know somebody's gonna do this. You do the power five, then jump into that HBCU. Jump into that, 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 that division, or not division two, but the in whatever the uh FBS or FCS, right? FCS?
1: FCS, FCS is the FCS. Lower level. Yep, FCS
0: because yeah. FBS is the Bowl series, CS is the championship series. So when you look at the FCS, even people are going to start saying like, man, there's a huge, even spending discrepancy of resources. Now it says the budgets can recover or can cover a wide variety of expenses during this process, including vast recruiting department. So like how much you paying your department. So that's part of it. Salary is part of it because you have recruit coordinators, you have GAs, you have people like you're paying just to recruit um, transportation. So you did bring that in flight. So flights in and out for players and coaches, all that, uh, visits, uh, there's a lot in this. There's uh food guaranteed, um, accommodation. So whatever, you know, that could be, I gotta, I gotta spend whatever. I don't know what the Radisson charges for them to have a Radisson everywhere they go. Or I don't know. It could be there, and I'm not we have no hotel sponsor. So it could be the Razzin, could be the the, the 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 courtyard Marriott, it could be whoever, but I'm guessing there's some type of deal schools have to be able to have this expense, whether it's 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 whatever airline. I'm not gonna even say an airline because they're not a sponsor, but whatever airline they're doing this. So the, all this goes into the spending. Georgia has a private jet. Now the gophers do too. I don't know how much PJ uses it for recruiting, but Georgia does have a private jet. That's another thing. You have these donors that are willing to give some of this money too. But when you think about recruiting, Sam, and that's where I go with this, Rutgers. Rutgers in 2022 was four and eight, five and eight in 2021, three and six in 2020, two and 10 in 2019, one and 11 in 2018, and then four and eight in 2017. In 2017 doesn't count because the recruiting starts from 2017. Um, So I'm guessing they would say that 2000 season is 2017 season is when they started recruiting. So that four and eight really can't, even though that's their better year uh, (laughs) like that's their third best year. Uh, But they were one and 11 Sam in 2018 for Rutgers. So in that six year span, Sam, they lost eight games, 11 games, 10 games, six games, eight games and eight games. There's not a bowl game to be found. There's not a bowl game to be found. You find me a bowl game, I can't. Like, it's like Dora the Explorer with Rutgers. Backpack, backpack, what's in my backpack? It's not a bowl game, I know that. What's back there? Heartbreak and receipts. Heartbreak and receipts are in Rutgers' backpack. That's what Dora, when she shows up to the Rutgers facility, she can't pull out a bowl game trophy. (laughs) Like, she can't. There's no bowl game trophy in there. There's not even a bowl game participant ribbon. Six years, no bowl game, Sam. That's, that's why I question the spending. And that's why I said, the mission today, Sam, is follow the money. If you had to choose, if you had to choose, and you could be Iowa spending
1: $577,000 or be Rutgers, I know the answer, but who would you choose? Definitely Iowa. Definitely. And you know what? I, I yeah. bet I bet Iowa gets a lot of help in that regard by mm-hmm. recruiting guys that are in their state or very Correct. close, like Correct. Illinois. Probably Minnesota. coaching some Minnesota, some Nebraska, yep. um, Missouri. Maybe I bet they get they probably recruit the Midwest pretty hard.
0: Yeah, because yeah. Iowa, Iowa in that same span, their win loss literally looks like the opposite of Rutgers. Their wins, eight, ten. Now 6-2, and because that was the COVID year, but they went 6-2. and They only lost two games. 10, 9, and 8. Sam, my math is mathing right now. I'm a math guy. I'm a numbers guy. That's six bowl games, Sam. Six bowl games in six years, Mm -hmm. and they spent $577,000. So for people that always try to say, like, oh, you got to spend all this money to have a good program, man. We got to raise more money. No, you don't. You don't. Now, Georgia, it worked because who are they going against? They're going against Money Banks, Aflac, Coach of the Year. Like, you got to do that against Kirby Smart's not dumb. That's why his name is Kirby Smart. He's not Kirby Dumb. It's Kirby Smart because he's smart. He's like, I got to go against Nick. I know I was there. I know what Nick does. I know what Nick does. His mission on his mission Monday was I got to beat Nick. I'm going after Nick. $4.5 $16 $4.5 million, $16 million in six years. That's going after Nick. But in the Big Ten, I don't think the money always matters. We always say money matters. It does. But Iowa is literally, we can say we hate Iowa all we want. But it, they're literally showing like you can spend $577,000 in cornfields and get it done. Now, what we don't know is how they travel because that's the difference. Travel, I'm guessing, is a huge expense. There could be a lot of driving in this for these coaches. Um, they could do maybe a van, not the head coach, but for these assistants, they can make them drive because that was the old school way. It was get in a car, drive hours upon hours, looking at your windshield, get to a kid's house, driving to the next kid's house, driving to the next kid's house, uh, maybe on Spirit Airlines. Maybe they're going on Spirit and they're like, look, we're going to get cheaper flights. We're not doing first class on Delta. You're not doing that. Like get the cheapest flight out there, whether it's Sun Country, whether it's American Airlines. We're not just going to do the highest price. So Iowa might have a better plan around that. Um, Also leaving Iowa is not easy to get certain flights like Minneapolis. You got every airline here possible. Iowa has to come to us to get some of these airlines, to get to some of these locations. So, and, and Michigan, same thing. They have a hub, they have a Delta hub. So clearly they're probably using utilizing that to get to where they got to go. But again, it's very interesting when you look at this money, because again, this is my argument now every time people try to bring this up and argue about oh man nil's and minnesota nil is probably part of it georgia because what's not in this dollar is nil and we know alabama's nil is up there we know georgia's nil is up there we know lsu's is up there we know oregon is up there but would you look at conference by conference you could say the top of the echelons the top of the tops they're spending the most money and they're winning oregon clemson in the acc michigan in the big 10 Oklahoma in the Big 12. Like I said, Oregon in the Pac-12 and Georgia in the SEC. Now, another surprising one for me is that Alabama is fourth. I would have thought Alabama was two. But I do remember people talking about Texas A&M because that's when Nick Saban was pissed off that Texas A&M had the top recruiting class. It worked. He had the top recruiting class. But did they win? No. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Coaching matters. P.J. Fleck is going to matter. So I'm tired of people saying that's the way. Iowa. Like I said, six bowl games, $577,000. That seems more financially responsible to me. Hate them all you want, but they're financially responsible. I don't know. We got Tyler Newbin joining us in the Hanging Around Johnson segment. I'm, 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 I'm excited to sit down with this kid because he's going to be a draft pick. He's going to be a potential draft pick. And we're going to dive into this because this money thing is not over. This mission money – sorry, this mission Monday is over for the us following the money. But the money's not over. We're going to drag this in the front. We're, it's going to be a mission Monday – on a Friday, because I'm gonna, I want the guys, I want whoever's on with us on Fridays roundtable to dig into this money a little bit more and give their thoughts on it. Uh, because again, we we maybe we we have a a thought process that we need to throw it away. It's not always about the money and having the most money that's gonna win. But I said we got Tyler Newbin joining us on hanging around Johnson segment. Remember, people, you can download the Locked On Sports Minnesota app on Amazon Fire and Roku. You get all of our shows, all of our videos. You can see the Vikings players that we've had shows with right there on your TV screen, and we have a word from our sponsors.
1: We are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. It's the official sportsbook partner of Locked On. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs. New customers. Get a no-sweat first bet up to a $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. They've got awesome promotions at FanDuel all the time. They've also got, for new customers, a Bet 5 Get 150 promotion going on. Bet 5, get $150 in bonus bets right now, and you can get that on the FanDuel Sportsbook app, which is safe, secure, and easy to use, and they pay you your winnings instantly when you cash those bets. No better place. To bet the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Hey, that no sweat first bet. Don't forget about it. Up to a thousand dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. <sighs> Three-two. Hey,
0: so I'm excited about this next guest. We got Tyler Newbin joining us on the hangover Ron Johnson segment. And for those that don't know Tyler Newbin across the world, I know Minnesota fans know who he is. He, in my opinion, is the best safety in college football right now. When you look at everybody coming back for the 2023 uh, football season, uh, 2024 draft class, I put Tyler Newbin up there as the top safety in the the class. And I said that last year during the season. But Tyler Newbin, uh, when you see him on the field, he reminds you of what an old school football player is. Uh, He's a kid that's smart, goes to class. And he did something that a lot of kids don't do. He had a chance to enter the NFL draft and he decided to return to the University of Minnesota to get one more season. One, his brother's going to be playing a little bit of running back this year. So I know that's going to be fun for mama, mama Newman. She's going to enjoy that seeing a baby and a big bro on the field at the same time. Uh, But Tyler Newman is doing something unprecedented in today's world where it's money first. uh, And then everything else follows. Tyler Newman is going back with his family. That's FA. M I L Y. That's forget about me. I love you. That's the Gophers moniker that P J. Fleck has implanted uh, when he first got here. And uh, Tyler Newman, man, thanks for joining me on the Ron Johnson Show.
2: Yes, sir, man. Thanks for having me.
0: So let's jump out there quick, man. I want to talk about that. You decided to come back. You could have been a second round draft pick uh, in the NFL uh, when you see your your counterpart go in the fourth round to the uh, to the Saints. So clearly, uh, not mm. nothing is Jordan Howden. I think you both were good, but you know, I think people would have said you were the better safety of the two. Uh, So you would have easily been a second, third round pick uh, in this year's NFL draft went on to some team and been making money now, but you decided to return to college football. One, now you're the best safety in college football right now. A lot of people are saying that, Uh, but two, you said there was some unfinished business. What was, what went into that decision?
2: Uh, Yeah, I I just wasn't ready to leave yet, man. Uh, You know, just, just looking at the schedule we had, you know, looking at the team that we're going to have next year, man, uh, you know, I got an opportunity to come back because of COVID. So, You know, I I just thought I'd be kicking myself, you know, down the road if I didn't take the opportunity and, you know, make the most of it. So, uh, you know, I I left a lot of me on the bone last year, too. So uh, I just I feel like I got a lot more to prove.
0: Yeah. And and talking about a lot more to prove, um, we know it's not your personal self because you've you've done everything you could do to put yourself in the position you're in uh, to be able to make money in the NFL. But I, I feel like there's like you said, there's there's meat left on the bone. This is a team type of comment you're making right now uh mm-hmm. what is it about this team this culture uh and pj Fleck that just say you know what i do want to come back like what what mm-hmm. went into that whole thought process around the culture and the team and just you know doing it one more time
2: right man uh I, I think we got you know one of the best coaches in the country man and you know we're we're super connected we're we're a family first uh program man and, you know it's it's been so many times so many years that you know we've been so close we've been right there so uh, I, I just want to give him one more shot, man, one more shot at, you know, our main goal, you know, bringing the championship back to Minneapolis. So uh, that that just uh, – I couldn't pass up on that, man.
0: Yeah, we talked about this on the P.J. Flex show. You know, you talk about family. Mm-hmm. You got blood on this team, your little brother, yeah. but he's on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. And uh, I know we joked around about this before, but there was an instance, I think during spring, and I talked to P.J. about this, where your brother – actually kind of and it wasn't for real this is football people it's always going to be some pushing around some bumping some some team uh Mm -hmm. grabbing and 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 moving people out the way they're grown men and your brother got into it and i saw you kind of run over to the defensive side uh Mm -hmm. when the fight broke out and not for your brother uh what is that like you know because when you guys are going to battle and you got to meet little bro in the hole uh Mm -hmm. or or there's a little uh, squabble on the field uh you know you're siding with your boys what what is what what goes down into that thought uh, honestly, it's, it's
2: just when I'm when I'm in between those lines, man. All bets are off. I mean, it, it don't matter who you are. You could be blood, and, you know. You could be my pops, you know. It doesn't <laughs> matter. It, it it does not matter, bro. So, uh, I, I it's a different type of mode when I get in between those lines, man. So, uh, sometimes I don't, I don't really notice it. You know, it it, it could be on accident. So I gotta go over there and tap a little bro. After practice, but hey, I love you. You know, I didn't, i not mean none of that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that's just what happens, bro.
0: And fast forward four years from now, you're in the NFL. Little Bro has a chance to enter the NFL. Because in college, mm-hmm. you guys won't ever really get to hit each other. It's not going to happen. Right. Practice is right. it's competing, but you guys are out there to compete to get better.
1: Mm-hmm. But when
0: you have a chance to actually meet him in the hole one-on-one, mm-hmm. what happens? Because your brother's shifty, man. Like, I watched him this spring, and your brother can move. Uh, what, what happens in space? You and little Bro out there 10 yards down the field. You got to mm-hmm. make the tackle. He's got to make you miss. Who, who's winning that?
2: He knows what happens. <laughs> That's not a question. That's not a question. No question. He what, yeah, I think. He I don't knows. think he, he
0: would, would say that though. I don't think he would say that.
2: I got to I get think him he on knows. I think he knows. Man, we might have to get him on here. He's upstairs, so I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> we might have to ask him that
2: question, but he knows. He knows what's going
0: to happen. <laughs> but when you when you think about uh, this season, you know, like you mm-hmm. said, the schedule, the way the schedule's laid out, you know, you're playing mm-hmm. some teams you haven't played. Uh, there's a lot going around. With who can possibly win the West? You know, then the next year you got U.S.C. and U.C.L.A. So this is probably the last year this the conference is going to look this way. Uh, you got a Wisconsin with Luke Fickle. You got an Iowa who uh, has continued to be a, a solid program. When Tyler Newbin steps on the field this season, what's the one mark you want to leave on this season? Uh, honestly,
2: I I just want to want to give it give everything I got and not not leave anything out there. You know, I, I feel like I left a lot of plays out there. Uh, on the field last year and you know I want to I want to make up for that this season. I don't want to leave nothing out there on that field.
0: Man, I thought Tyler was about to drop some news cuz like that was the that was the sounder that there's about to be a breaking story. So <laughs> yeah, that I'm was that boy. was very uh, cinematic. <laughs> I liked it. That was very <laughs> cinematic. I thought I thought Tyler was about to break it down like, man, you know what? I I'm I'm winning. I'm winning the Jim Thorpe award this year. Like, like <laughs> That's what I thought, you know. But when you look at when you look at that, when you look at the Jim Thorpe Award, it has been won in the University Minnesota before by a safety mm-hmm. in Tyrone Carter, who was drafted to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, yeah. So that's not something that's unheard of, you know. Mm-hmm. Myself, Eric Decker, we were up for the Belitnikov. Uh, We've had some Outland Trophy winners in Greg Esslinger, uh, Ben Hamilton. Uh, so 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 trophy national trophies are something that Minnesota is not. Uh, uh, uh like, like it's not unheard of to do. Mm. Um, so when you think about putting your name on this national name stage now, again entering as you know one of the top safeties in college football, mm. um, you know how how hard is it sometimes to drown that noise out and say, you know what, I'm gonna let the trophies fall where they fall. I, I got to play this season. Yeah, I mean that, that's
2: every season, you know, with with, with a lot. Guys, but um you know, those trophies you can't win them without you know playing good football, so you know, you can't focus on you know, oh, I gotta do this to get this, I gotta do this, you know, just gotta focus on every single week being the best you can be, man. That's all we do, and you know, the, that's how the trophies take care of themselves, just making plays every single week, doing your job, and you know, that's what that's what I'm gonna focus on.
0: And you got a chance to see Terrell Smith. You know, he went to the NFL to Chicago Bears. Uh, so, so again, another guy you've played with in that in that defensive backfield, you had two, you guys could have had three NFL draft picks and one defensive backfield this year, which is, is, it's, is, um, is, is, you know, goes back to like the University of Miami days, uh, mm-hmm. with, with Mike Rump, Philip Buchanan, and then Ed Reed. Um, that's, and then Sean Taylor eventually came after them. That's that's not a normal thing to have three DBs possibly make the you know drafted not make it but drafted to the NFL. How mm-hmm. fun was it to see Terrell Smith uh, get his name called?
2: Man, it, it was awesome, man. I was uh, you know just saying this in the interview you know a, a last a couple weeks ago uh, they were they were asking me about Jay and T time man you know I still look up to those guys man those are my big brothers man so uh, seeing those guys get drafted meant the world to me bro it was awesome and you know I, I wish those guys the best man I can't wait to see them on the field.
0: And when Tyler Newbin, again, when, when people ask Tyler Newbin, um, what? Because I know this question comes up a lot. You know, I know PJ Ooh. says failure is growth, and so on and so forth. Um, I know basketball players like uh, what's his name, uh, Greek Freak. He was asked, "Hey, you guys were the one seed lost to the Heat. Uh, would you consider it a failure?" And he bought the Michael Jordan uh, thing up as far as he only made the playoffs six times. You know, yeah. so with those other nine times, failure. You no, know, he's like, nope, that's leading up to something. Uh, for this season, for you. Uh, what is your because I know failure is not an option it, it's it's an opportunity to grow and get better um, but but for this season to you to feel like a success what what does Tyler Newbin see on his vision board for this season to become a success for the Gophers honestly
2: it's it's just maximizing the full potential of this team and, and I really think the the potential of this team is to go out there and win a championship I really do and I think that's that's the potential that we've had every year. And, you know, it's, it's been some things that have held us back. And obviously, you know, we learn from those things. And, you know, I've been able to, you know, think about, you know, the last four years that I've been here and, you know, especially that 2019 season, uh, you know, just the things we had to do in order to uh, get that, that championship goal. Um, I think that, that we can we can do that this year So so. Um, you know obviously you know if that doesn't happen that doesn't mean it's a, it's a failure every season either uh, but uh, i I really do believe that you know we we have the tools and you know we have the knowledge and uh, about the past obviously to to be able to accomplish that goal
0: and pj fleck i mean he's a polarizing figure he has the roll of the mm-hmm. boat uh i mean I, I got the oar behind me uh the pj gave me uh i think when he first got to minnesota like i because I, I started looking at old pictures of like the state fair and i think mm-hmm. that's that's when he uh he came down and gave me an oar he also gave us a pink oar and you guys mm-hmm. were, i think you were part of that group of team members uh when my wife had breast cancer the team uh right. you know dropped off a, a pink oar to us and that mm-hmm. was uh it was a, it was a, that was a touching moment. I'm not going to lie. Like I told PJ, like, I'm not going to tear up right now. I'll save it for later. Uh, but that, that was a touching moment as well. So when you think about PJ Fleck, you know, cause people don't see that side of PJ, they see the TV side of it. They're running up and down the field, uh, all the slogans. Uh, but what, what has PJ Fleck meant to you?
2: Uh, honestly, he, he's been an incredible teacher, man. Um, you know, we, when we have our team meetings, uh, every single time it starts with something that's not related to football. You know, he's able to, you know, tie in the things that are going on, you know, with our program, the things that are going on outside of here. So he just gives a really good perspective of, you know, how life really is, you know, outside of college football and, you know, how, you know, everything's not like, you know, the family and the culture that we have and, you know, being able to give thanks and give back and, you know, be able to really appreciate what you have because not everybody really, you know, has the opportunity that you have. Uh, I really think I, I can't thank him enough for that, honestly, because, you know, a lot of guys would just, you know, chalk up X's and O's and, you know, just be able to just just do that and sit in the background. But, you know, he he doesn't do that. That's that's not him. And that's never been him. And that's never going to be him. So you know I appreciate him for that.
0: Yeah, and uh this Ron Johnson on Locked On Sports Minnesota. This is the Ron Johnson show. That's Tyler Newbin. Uh safety at the University of Minnesota. Tyler, a couple more. Um, when when you see people, because I mean you you see social media, you're on it. I see you. You got the you know, you got the, the videos, you got the swag, you and your lady, right. you know, you do the, the handshake <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Uh, first question, fun one. How hard is it? Because these handshakes now have pinkies in it, it got uh-huh. index fingers in it. How hard is it to like really learn the handshake before it's super comfortable? Because it's like fifteen little things within these yeah. handshakes now. Like, how hard is that?
2: Yeah, sometimes it's tough, man. <laughs> I I don't know how LeBron do it. I I see how he messed up that one with with. You see, he messed up that one with Malik Beasley. Yeah, I mean, that's why I do it all the time. Like when you have twenty handshakes on the team, bro, you, you gotta you gotta really, you Danny, you gotta practice them yourself, <laughs> <laughs> so you don't mess up. it. You, you can't mess up
0: somebody's handshake. I know you got the wristband for coverages and calls. Right. I'm like, you got to have a wristband for handshakes. I'm like, all right, exactly. I got a little bro. Yeah. We got this one. I got yeah. this one with the girlfriend. Yeah. I got this uh-huh. one with EJ. Like, yeah. man, because I, I saw you and your girls. I'm like, that's a lot. You know, that's yeah. a lot of little, little intricacies in there. But yeah, you're right, man. LeBron, mm-hmm. I don't know how he does it. He has a different yeah. handshake with everybody on the team, uh, which just goes into his like leadership, I guess. Like that's just another level of leadership, making everybody feel uh, incorporated within the Lakers organization. Um, exactly. Yeah, you know, and I'm, and I'm going to go there too, real quick. Uh, I know athletes always watch other sports. Who in the West, who are you hoping to come out of the West right now in the NBA playoffs?
2: Ooh man, uh, it's it's really a toss up between. I don't know who I even want to win the Lakers in the Warriors okay. series because I could I can see either one of them
0: coming out the west. So we gotta see out of them. So whichever one of them wins this, you're hoping they beat the Suns or the Nuggets?
2: Yeah, whoever wins wins this series is beating the Suns or the Nuggets. Oh, oh, so
0: it's guaranteed. Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, so for the fan duel, uh, I don't know. I mean, I know I give you guys the locked the locked of the week. Uh, yeah. hey, there's Tyler Newbin's lock. He said, Whoever wins, Warriors, Lakers, take that early parlay on <laughs> fanduel.com because they're gonna beat the Suns or the Nuggets. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Devin Booker, no and KD, Ke- Kevin Booker, and KD, man. Oh, you're quoted. Oh, you're quoted because <laughs> <laughs> when that, that second series rolls around, if Devin Booker goes for a 100. We're going to play this again. Uh, But Devin Booker and KD score 72. So that's why I was like, I'm going to apologize to them tomorrow on the show because I was so caught up in the Nuggets, just offensive proficiency. And I was like, man, these dudes are well coached. They play good together. And then Mm -hmm. Chris Paul gets hurt. So I'm like, it's over. And then Devin Booker and KD do what they do best, which is put the ball in the bucket. So when they score 72, Mm -hmm. I don't know if they can do that every night. That's a lot. When they score 7 yeah. 2. I was like, okay, this is, this is a series now. It's 2 2. Uh, Philly and Boston is 2 2. So there's some great series out there right now. Uh, but getting off of basketball, because I'm, I'm not even asked that question because I, I love to talk football, basketball player, or sorry, <laughs> basketball, football players. Because Tyler Newbert already told me he can't hoop. So I ain't even going to ask that question. Come on now. Come on now. Don't Wait, so, you, so now you can hoop now?
2: You know I can hoop, man. <laughs> so you that. and PJ, you and PJ, one on one. You got to win you gotta ask him about that. You gotta ask him about that. Have you played him one on one? We played. We
0: played uh, a couple games of pig. Okay. Yeah. So who wins that? PJ won that, or you won that? He won that. Because PJ can shoot. He can so shoot. It was I one of you guys. Lie. Oh, and you know what? Maybe it was tea time. Terrell Smith told me he can't hoop. That's I like. I knew it was a go for <laughs> DD. Because he was on the show before the draft, yeah, and it was maybe it was him they said he can't hoop, yeah. So because coach, coach is
2: scared to play me one-on-one. Man, I've been asking him to play me one-on-one for five years. He still don't want to play me <laughs> every time. He's like, Yeah, let's play pig. He just wanna shoot the ball.
0: So he okay, so he running. I mean, you do got yeah. like what four inches on him, five inches on him, That's about a hundred right? about about thirty pounds on him. So, yeah, maybe he don't want you to bit back him down and be able to tell him maybe after you get drafted in the first round, then he'll be okay with uh, losing to you. But but being on the team, he you know he'd have to deal with you every day, bringing yeah. it up like, Coach, you don't, you don't want to play me. Me and Sam Ekstrom, we, we wanted to add a little flavor to this to get it out on social media, of course, because nothing like a little brotherly competition. But Jordan Newman is, jo- Jordan Newman is joining me on the Ron Johnson Show. Uh, Jordan is a running back at the University of Minnesota, brother of Tyler Newman, real quick, because I'm going to get you on the show, man. I'm going to get you on maybe next week. Um, yes, you chose Minnesota – is it because of your brother, or did you just like Minnesota? Like, what was the reason behind that?
2: Um, I think it was a little bit a part of my decision to come here, but um, I like the program, like the culture a lot, and that was a lot about uh, a big part of my deciding factors, too.
0: And your brother. So real quick, we get you out of here, man, your brother, I asked him this question, and I, I love to do this. I do it with teammates, too. Antoine Winfield, I know, you know, I talked to him about that, if he had a chance to tackle Mo Ibrahim, so on and so forth. And so I asked your brother, I said, your brother's a running back. I know PJ's letting you guys compete, but not nah, yeah. you're not hurting each other. Yeah. But in yeah. the NFL, when you make it, your brother's going to be in the NFL probably four years after the fact. You guys might have a chance to actually tackle you, whether it's in a preseason game, whether it's an actual game, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, he said, you have no shot. He said, you know the answer. Too. He said, you have no shot of breaking a tackle against him. In the open field, 10 yards, at your 10 yards on the field, open field. He said, you have no shot of making him miss. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? that?
2: I don't know about no shot. I don't know about no shot. I got a chance. I definitely got a chance. I definitely got a chance.
0: Because if it's so, because I give you this. If it's if it's trying to run him over, he probably has a better shot, right? Mm, no, maybe, okay, maybe,
2: maybe. I, like, I don't I know. Like I like
0: that. I like that. But 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 I'm talking about shimmy shake, shoulder lean, stanky leg. Like, come oh, on yeah, now, got, if you, yeah, if you're I giving got. them the day, that's what I thought. Yeah, That's yeah, what I, I thought. Yeah, of
2: course. <laughs> I like <laughs> in the it. I love it. I hole, love it. In the hole, maybe he might got me in the hole, but I would open field. No,
0: I got him. I like that. I like yeah. that. Well, that's Jordan Newvin, yeah. people. Uh, we're going to get him back on the Ron Johnson show, man. I like your energy. So, uh, you know, have a good season, but I'm for sure. I'll be there, man. I do the pregame show. I do the PJ Flex show, man. So I'll be around this season. I'm looking forward to connecting with you.
2: Yes, sir. I appreciate you. <laughs> we got
0: Tyler Duvido here on the Ron Johnson Show. Uh, go for safety. Two quick ones before we get out of here, man. Uh, Tyler, when you look at the NFL draft, uh, and I know kids have done this growing up. I know you're an Illinois native. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there a team that you see that you're like, man, uh, I've always wished or hoped to hear my name called by this team or at some point in my career play for that team?
2: Uh, you know, obviously growing up, uh being, you know, living in Illinois, I always, you know, dreamed of being on the Chicago Bears, obviously. Okay. But uh, you know, you know, right now I, I really don't don't have any preferences. I'm I'm not I'm not really like that. <laughs> uh but yeah, that that was that was my that was my team growing up, the Bears.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, that's – for me, my dad played for the Steelers. That's why the Steelers' yeah. helmet is back there behind me, even though the Ravens' one you can see now. But my dad's mm-hmm. helmet is behind me. Uh, and so I had the same feeling. I was like, man, it would be cool to go to the Steelers. I got to meet with the Steelers. I got to meet with Bill Cowher. And then the Ravens drafted him, I'm like, that's the rival. <laughs> like, I'm going to the opposite side of the table. That's um, it works, I, Yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You don't get what you want. So, so, you know what? Honestly, Harrison Smith, towards the end of his career, you'll probably mm-hmm. end up a Minnesota Viking. Amen. Like, there was a chance Terrell Smith was going to come here, and I think the Bears yeah. got him right before the, the, the Vikings might have wanted to get so, uh, another corner. So yeah. you, you might end up a Minnesota Viking and have to play the Bears twice a year, uh, which still would be fun. You get to go home and yeah. play the Bears back in your hometown of Chicago. Uh, yeah. You know, again, you got, you got Harrison Smith kind of towards the end of his career. Uh, it mm-hmm. could be the Terrell or the Tyler Newbin uh, alongside a Cam Bynum show. Like, that would, that would be a, a, a cool duo. At safety for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, but last one, man, when when you talk about, you know, faith and having confidence in yourself, because I see the people post, like, oh, that's him. He's himothy. All this like <laughs> where's that, where is that faith coming from that you truly just believe, you know, whether it's God, whatever it might be, that you really are just trusting yourself to get done with yeah. you have to get done.
2: Uh, obviously, yeah, uh, you know, my guy giving ability, you know, I, I thank the man above every single day for giving me the opportunities and, you know, giving me the abilities I have, but, uh, I always just, just go back on, go back on my work ethic. And, you know, I, I know that nobody's going to outwork me, uh, throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year, nobody's going to outwork me. I make sure that, uh, in every single time that, you know, I'm, you know, in a position of, you know, growing really out on the field, I just go back to, Working harder and playing harder than you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that that's what really gives me confidence that uh, nobody's going to go harder than me on that field, whether that's, you know, the workout or that's in practice or, you know, whether that's in a game, nobody's going to play harder than me. So uh, that, that's where I get my confidence from.
0: And last one before we get out of here, when you look at the NFL, I know you watch the game. Uh, I've seen you guys at the Vikings games and other games. Terrell Smith did tell me, I think you guys left the Coats game, so you guys missed the best game know, in NFL history. Uh, <laughs> so we I already know saying... you guys left that game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but when you, when you watch the NFL game and you look at other safeties, because for people that don't know, Tyler Newbin is built like Thor. Like he, he's built like he should be an Avenger. So he's a well-built kid uh definitely eats well in the weight room type of kid gonna hit you he's an old school safety uh can intercept the ball like has really good ball skills i'm talking about too high safety you're trying to run a post corner good luck tyler newbin can't come across that field you're running a dig you think it's too high it's cover four tyler newbin's gonna bite and take that away from your tight end uh that's what tyler newbin brings to the field but when you watch safeties Because for me, it was Keyshawn Johnson. I loved everything Mm -hmm. about Keyshawn Johnson when I was coming out of high school and in college. And then when I got to the NFL, that was the main reason in college I wore number three was because of Keyshawn. When you look at Mm -hmm. NFL safeties or past, present, future, whatever, who is a safety that you kind of watch right now to say, this is what I want to mirror my game after?
2: Yeah, I I always watch Sean Taylor just because Oh yeah. Uh, just just, because of how he played. You know, he always played fast. He always played hard. Uh, but one of the main guys I watched was Ed Reed. Uh, oh, yeah. and, and one of the guys I've been studying in the past couple of years, just his his level of preparation to the game and, you know, being able to play mind games with the quarterback, you know, I, that's what I really love. And that, that's what I really, you know, you know, bring a part of my game is just that preparation and, and knowing what play is going to come before it comes so you can make plays.
0: Man, those are two – like I played with both of them. Those are two mm-hmm. awesome uh, like ideas, and I'll say you're dead on. Ed Reed watched so much film, he had to make sure he knew – the. it was like chess. He right. had to know if he moves a piece here, this is what the quarterback's going to do. So then when he moves this piece here, the quarterback might do this, and then in the end, checkmate because yeah. he's going to make sure that you are wrong – because he's going to get in that right position and make you think of something else. So, you know, good luck this season, man. You know, I'm going to be at every game. I'm covering every game on, on the Gophers pregame show. I'll be there every week doing the, uh, the PJ flex show, of course. And we Thanks, got sir. some stuff in the works, man. So I, I definitely threw your name in the hat for this. Cause uh, mm-hmm. you know, I told him, I'm like, man, there's some great personalities on this Gophers team. So there's, there's something we're trying to get in the works uh, for like a TV, social media type of content. So, I want people to stay tuned for that because I think Tyler mm-hmm. Newbin, Ethan Kallik, Manus was a name that was thrown out there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tyler Newbin's definitely a guy I think that, that would enjoy, uh, I'll just say this, breaking down film on TV. I think Tyler Newbin like has that in him. So, yeah, Tyler, I want to thank you for joining me on the Ron Johnson Show, man. Coming up next, people, though, me and Sam, we're going to do a little quick version of Daily Three. I guess it's going to be like a post interview breakdown, myself, Sam Maxtrum. But stick around for that. And we'll, have, we'll be back right after the from our sponsors. Man, it was great having Tyler Newman on the show. His brother, Jordan Newman, that was a great cameo. Really enjoyed that one as well. But for the Sirius XM radio users and the SiriusXM app users, the Locked On Podcast Network is excited to partner with SiriusXM. Find the Ron Johnson Show on the SiriusXM app. You can just go to the app. So here's the thing. SiriusXM has an app. Just go into your app store, whichever you use. Search SiriusXM. Download the app. Now, if you do not have the radio subscription, you can get an app subscription, and it'll walk you through it. If you do have the car subscription, the app is free for you. Just go get your login. It's on channel zero. That's your login. You put that in there, and then you have to create an account. You'll now have the app, and it'll be right there on your phone. It's very simple. You just search Locked On Sports Minnesota, and then you hit the star. That's now going to put our channel right through in your app as one of your faves. Whenever you open the app up, click your phase, which is locked on Sports Minnesota. You'll be able to hear the Ron Johnson show every day. You can Bluetooth it to your car. You can wear it on the treadmill when you're walking. But XM Radio is cheap as $399 a month. $3.99 a month. Come on now. That's cheaper than every subscription out there. But for $3.99 a month, you just have to call into them and, and check it out if you want to get it to your car. If your car doesn't have the setup for XM radio. You can just have the app, and then you can Bluetooth it through your car. But Locked On Sports Podcast Network is excited to partner with SiriusXM Radio, and we're going to be with you along the way because football season is going to get real good. So stay around for that. Coming up next, we got the Daily 3, but for the everydayers, people, it's the Daily 1 because of time, and it's me and Sam Ekstrom. So that's coming up next.
1: So I'm to jump right into it there, Ron. Yep. Okay. Here we go.
0: And that's <clears> – <throat> so I said coming up next. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Three, two. And that's one question, but we have three minutes to do it. Take it away, Sam.
1: It is rookie camp week for the Minnesota Vikings. The rookies are coming to Egan at TCL. They'll be on the field, 15 UDFAs, six draft picks, and probably some tryout guys as well. Jordan Addison's going to be there wearing mm-hmm. the number three. So, Ron, Ooh, the daily one question, what does Jordan Addison have to do to pass KJ Osborne and be the wide receiver two on this team.
0: Well, I know when Jordan Addison came to Minneapolis and he came to uh, I don't know if he signed his contract that day, but he came to meet, do the interviews, do the presser. We did a little show uh, and I met him at TCO. And first of all, I told him I love the number because that was my college number, number three. Uh, so we have something there. And I'm, I'm looking at him, hoping I'm hoping somebody for the Vikings ends up getting me a Jordan Addison jersey because I'm not going to wear it. I'm going to frame it. But the three, I got to have the three. Um, I told Cam Dancer that it just didn't work out. Uh, But I think Jordan Addison, in order for him to surpass K.J. Osborne, honestly, 100 percent honest, he has to do some Superman, Spider-Man type stuff. I just don't think a non-padded week, um, even a training camp, is going to surpass K.J. Osborne because K.J. Osborne has earned the right to be wide receiver, too. You got to think about B.C. Johnson. B.C. Johnson, in our minds didn't do a ton to be wide receiver two. Now this is a totally different coaching staff. So again, I don't know how Kevin O'Connell views it, but Justin Jefferson started off as wide receiver three. We know after that coach game had a horrible game uh, for the, for that crew against the coach early on for M B C Johnson, for sure. And so then Justin Jefferson was, was, was implanted as wide receiver two and never looked back. I think for Jordan Addison to get um, uh, it's going to come down to uh, the season. I think training camp, he's going to have to have a really good preseason and training camp to even be considered to start week one. Um, and then you know grasping the offense. But it's about how much he can consume and how much offense he can take in. If they see this guy spoon-feeding and he's like, man, no, forget that. Give me more, give me more, give me more. And it's not like, all right, slow down. What's this? Where do we, Where do you line up? How deep is this route? What do you do in this concept? If it's cover two, what does this route convert to? If it's a lot of hand-holding, I don't think they're going to do that because they want to put the best product on the field as well, and they don't want their rookie to get overwhelmed where he ends up being hurt before he's able to thrive and I think you want to make sure that doesn't happen and when I say hurt I mean mentally hurt emotionally hurt where it's just not going his way um Stefan Diggs talked about that when he wasn't originally put in as even I mean he was wide receiver seven his rookie year and so for him it was the hunger that got him better and I think that's what you want to do you want to keep these young rookies hungry you don't want him coming in saying oh I'm just I'm just the starter I'm the guy I'm next to Justin Jefferson. No, it's, it's, it's KJ Osborne and Justin and Jordan Addison will be wide receiver three for a while. Um, again, unless he does some Spider-Man type stuff where this dude is like catching balls with webs and he's jumping over players and stuff, I don't think the coaches are good. They're, I think that KJ Osborne has done enough to be wide receiver two. I don't know. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, well, Ron, back in the old days, they had six preseason games and you would you would sort these things out in the preseason, right? Oh, All yeah. well, your best players would play and then you yep. would say, well, this guy did better, so he's going to be the starter. I don't think they're going to play Jordan Addison in the preseason. I mean, I, mm. I, I'm I, not – maybe they do a little bit, but I think they value him so much that they're not going to risk his injury. So I, I don't think he plays in the preseason. I don't think Osborne plays in the preseason. Mm. So it's not going to happen by week one. Uh, I think yeah. Osborne will have the job in week one. And maybe you disagree with that. No, I, I, just, think I, the,
0: I think it should be a parlay on a, 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 a lockedon.com backslash FanDuel. FanDuel.com backslash locked On parlay which rookies don't play like put your bets in and yeah i don't know that'd, that'd be interesting what if jordan has and I, I can't remember the last time a rookie hasn't played in preseason so that that would be a very intriguing thing to see that's a good one though to keep yeah eyes on.
1: and i'm trying to remember what they did with the scene um i think they did play scene because they knew he wasn't going to be a starter Correct. addison is going to even if he's not wide receiver too he's going to play a ton i think what what it would take for him to pass osborne though It would take some measure of struggles, obviously, on Osborne's part. Maybe the team's losing games. They're trying to shake something up at, like, week six or coming out of the bye. That could be a shift. But um, it's not going to be, like, a major overhaul because, again, three wide receivers are going to be on the field a lot, Ron. So we're going to see plenty of them on the field together.
0: True, true. And and I think that's the thing. We we talked about – uh, Josh Oliver coming in. We talked about re-signing C.J. Ham. Uh, you only get about 65 to 70 plays, 75 plays a game, unless you're killing it and you get 80. Um, so it would be interesting to see how these personnels, 12, 11, Jumbo, Elephant, how they are used um, and how much 11 personnel is used. and Because, you know, he said he wanted to get back to 12. Well, you, now you drafted a receiver. Can you truly get back to 12 with a, a guy like Jordan Adams and K.J. Osborne? now you're, you're 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 running on low and so maybe it's a no huddle offense that's how you get more plays out there for more guys uh but man it was a great show today jordan how or sorry jordan newbin and tyler newbin joined us on the ron johnson show in the ron johnson segment uh loved every bit of it uh i'm ron johnson that's sam extra remember people if you want endless vikings talk make sure you subscribe to the locked on sports minnesota youtube channel just go to youtube you just have to have an email address just hit subscribe, create any, you, you have one. If you don't have one, go get an email address on Gmail or whatever, Hotmail, Yahoo, get it, a, get a, use your work email, but then go to YouTube, put your email address in, create an account, and then just subscribe to the lock Minnesota uh, YouTube because every time our videos are uploaded, every time something good happens, you're gonna be able to see the video right there as it launches. But I'm Ron Johnson, that was Sam Ekstrom. We wanna thank you guys and have a great Monday.